Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535 on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave. Well, we got NCAAs. We got the Ukraine situation. And now we got a fight at the Oscars. Hey, keep your keep my name out of your mouth. I didn't use your name yet. Uh, well, Baxter. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> Mr. X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't want to insult you or anyone even related to you. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll talk about that whole Will Smith, Chris Rock debacle last night, and a bunch of other stuff. Scott Cohn will be joining us. We'll be uh, looking at our brackets and talking about the new coach of the UMass Minutemen. Yeah. You know, Will Smith gets in one little fight. And his mom gets scared, and here we are at the Oscars. But see, that's just the, the problem. Chris Rock. Parents just don't understand. They don't understand at all. It's finally nice to see uh, Will Smith finally get another hit, though. He got a hit. Oh, oh, oh yeah! Zing, pow! It's five thirty-six with back Stephen Dave and Rock one hundred and two. Everyone has a project they want to finish. Classic Rock. It's five fifty. And Bruce Springsteen at Rock 102. We've got more numbers for you. 30s is really all we got for highs for today and tomorrow. We might not even hit 30 today in certain areas around here, and there's a gale warning in effect until tomorrow morning. Well, I don't know who this gale woman is, but she seems to be quite nasty if you ask me. Uh, Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aquapump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Oh my God, did you see the Oscars last night? Can you believe what happened? Coda won Best Picture. Shocker. It's the last thing I would have expected. Which which is the first streaming movie to win an Oscar, which uh, I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah, it's about what uh, a family... Where they're all deaf except for one person, is that right? I hadn't heard about that. Ah, I see what you did there. What? 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 what I, I do? can't hear you. What? What'd you say? Yeah, you see what we did again? We did it again. It's, it's like, it's like yeah. one after another. We're it's like, very, very clever here on the show. And then this happened. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. He took my name out your mouth. Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane jump. My wife's name out of mouth. I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I could, oh, okay. Uh, wow. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't believe uh, that I've missed 20 years worth of Oscars and finally something happens yes. that would make <laughs> you want to watch it. Because uh, uh, Chris Rock was telling a few jokes while presenting an award, and he turned his attention to Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. Jada's head was shaved, so Chris said, quote, Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane, too. Can't wait to see it. Uh, at first, Will seemed to laugh about it, but Jada looked annoyed. Suddenly, Will walked right up on stage and smacked Chris in the face very hard. Then he went back to his seat. Uh, Chris was stunned. He said, quote, Wow, Will Smith just smacked the crap out of me. He didn't say crap, though. No, I understand. Yeah. Uh, and then you, we just heard the audio of him saying, Keep... Keep my wife's name out of your effing mouth. I got a question for you. Yeah. Now, it, I say I saw the video and I'm thinking, well, that looks like an arrestable assault. Yeah. What I'm thinking. So my question to you is, yeah. if Will Smith is arrested for assault, yeah. will the police need to get fresh prints 
Oh, <laughs> look at you. Look at you. I look see at you. Uh, I'm knocking out of the park today. <laughs> Actually, uh, now that you, you mentioned that, uh, Chris Rock declined to file a police report after Will slapped him at the Oscars. That's according to the LAPD. Yeah, a bunch of people thought it was staged at first, but it, it wasn't. But talk about having the most uncomfortable moment. Uh, on a, You're on a world stage, live. Yeah. And Will Smith smacks the bejesus out of you. Maybe he was just caught in a time warp and he thought he was getting the Oscar for his portrayal of Muhammad Ali. Remember, he was in that, that yeah, years ago. Yeah, right. That could have been, too. Yeah, I think it's uh, more uncomfortable than, uh, say, awkward moments at, say, like a at a major award ceremony. The, the, uh, for any reason. The only thing I can see how this was justified was because Jada shaves her head because she has alopecia. Yeah. Which is uh, a condition she's been suffering from okay yeah know. her hair falls out but it, yeah yeah so i know it's maybe you shouldn't have said that joke well you got to know the room i guess you there's, do. Al- there's always somebody else you can <laughs> there's always somebody else you can insult but just don't <laughs> insult the woman whose husband's got something to prove yeah there's that uh, you don't pick on Jada Pinkett Smith for a medical condition. I don't think. I don't know. I mean, on the what? other hand, this is his biggest hit since getting jiggy with it. Uh, <laughs> look at you! Oh, look at you! I'm hey, one uh, one big smackdown after another. Hey, bags. I'm thinking of the three of us. I'm thinking you. Hey, right there. I'm with right you. There. I'm yeah. with you on the on the on this train. Uh, so as for the rest of the awards, you know, and then and then Will Smith wins. He won right after that. He won the award. Yeah, portraying uh, Venus and Serena Williams' dad, Richard Williams, in King Richard. And he didn't, uh, he didn't, everybody thought he was going to, like, address what just happened, and he didn't. He said his thank yous, and then he got off stage. I'll have some audio from that, and now hear this a little bit later on. He sort of did mention it. He sort Sort of did. did. Okay, well, we'll we'll have to hear it. Uh, We'll hear it when we have now hear this. You see how that works? I Mm -hmm. see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, best animated feature film, Encanto. That seems to be the popular one with all the kids these days. Mm-hmm. Your kids loved it, right, Steve? Yeah, my my uh, my oldest loves that movie. Probably seen it about twenty times in our house. It's enough. It's enough. <laughs> yeah, that once would be enough. Uh, best director, Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog. Best actor, Will Smith, King Richard. Best actress, Jessica Chastain in The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Best supporting actor went to Troy Kotzer in Coda. Best Supporting Actress, Ariana DeBose in West Side Story. And uh, I, I I, don't know these people. Some no, of them, they're all new. I mean, who's this Will Smith guy? I've never heard of him before. That guy I've heard of. Yeah. And the uh, Best Documentary feature, Summer of Soul. And the Best Documentary on a Short Subject, The Queen of Basketball. And hmm. then, they, you know, there's all these other little tiny little awards that went Man. out. But uh, good for Coda becoming the first streaming movie to be uh, winning an Oscar. You got to mention uh, Taylor Hawkins dying over the weekend? That was a shocker. What, uh, drummer for the Foo Fighters? The one who sang uh, Sonny Came Home? Sophie B. Hawkins. No, no, Steve. You're thinking of Sophie B. Hawkins. I'm talking about Taylor Hawkins. Oh, you're thinking of that movie that, uh, that, that uh, what's his name? Stephen uh, Hawkins? Bruce, Bruce Willis no. was in back in the <laughs> 80s with Danny Aiello. Um, Hudson Hawk. Hudson Hawk. No, 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 no. Boy, that's a no. reach right yeah, there. Uh, you're thinking of the uh, the character that Sylvester Stallone played in uh, Over the Top. That just, just Hawk. Hawk. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. See? Gotcha. It all comes full circle somewhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the Foo Fighters. 
Uh, what did you say? Did? <laughs> the drummer. The died. drummer. Yeah. The drummer D- died. Taylor yeah. Hawkins. Taylor died. Hawkins. Yeah. Age of fifty. Uh, uh, no word on the cause of death, but local officials say he had ten different drugs in his system. One. One drug. They also said that his heart was about double the size of an average human being because of all the things yeah. that he yeah. ingested. He, he actually was in a coma back in 2001 after a heroin overdose, so he's been down this road before. Yeah. Sadly. Uh, ten different drugs, including marijuana, opioids, tricyclic antidepressants, and benzodiazepines, which are used to relieve stress and uh, anxiety to help people sleep. Taylor passed away. His fans were starting to gather for the band's performance in Bogota. Uh, Bogota, Bogota, Bogota. No, that's Bogota. that little thing you see on the side of the street. No, that's a sold. bodega. Oh, that's <laughs> different. Close. Paramedics uh, responded to the call about a patient with chest pains. When they arrived, they were unable to revive them. Yeah. Obviously, the Foo Fighter show was canceled. Yes. Did you? Did you? Know Obviously, that? that yes, that I knew. Wait, you don't have like a backup drummer, don't you? Have like a like a stand? Well, well, yeah, Dave, yeah, you Dave have Grohl. Dave, you have Dave Grohl, <laughs> the other the other best, the second best drummer of the band. Yes. And that is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Prices on everything have been going. place between 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. It is 6.01 on Rock 102. Uh, right now, just about 23 degrees. We may head up to highs of about 30 today. There's a gale warning in effect. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. We're starting with hockey. The AHL, the Thunderbirds, splitting a pair over the weekend back home this Saturday at the Mass Mutual Center. And congrats to former UMass defenseman Matt Kessel, drafted by the St. Louis Blues and signing a deal with the Springfield Thunderbirds on a tryout. He'll be a member of the T-Birds for the remainder of the season. Soccer, the United States men's national team beat Panama 5-1 yesterday. They're on the verge of qualifying for the World Cup. In a worst-case scenario, the U.S. would fail to make it if they lose to Costa Rica this Wednesday by six goals or more. Probably not going to happen. In the NBA, the Celtics beat the Magic 134-112. to Don't look now. Boston tied with the Heat for the number one spot in the Eastern Conference as we're heading toward the playoffs. And we're heading toward the Final Four in the NCAA tournament, and it's the usual suspects. Villanova, North Carolina, Duke, and Kansas. And by the way, Caesars Sportsbook has Duke favored to win the national championship, followed by Kansas, then Villanova, and finally the Tar Heels. And as predicted on this show a couple of weeks ago, UMass hired Frank Martin as their new basketball coach. Backs will have that next. Details of the contract straight ahead in his view from the couch on Rock 102. This is WAQY. WAQ. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? You know, with all this March Madness business going on, it's surprisingly easy to ignore certain teams that haven't made the NCAA tournament for like eight years in a row. Teams like the UMass Minutemen, for example. Remember them? They were once a national powerhouse back when many of your parents were spry and youthful. Lately, though, there hasn't been much going on for the Minutemen who have been patiently waiting for the UMass basketball program to show some sort of pulse or a sign of life that would suggest that somebody over there gives a damn. That seemed to change on Friday when the university announced the hiring of former South Carolina head coach Frank Martin, who just a few short years ago was able to bring the South Carolina Gamecocks to the Final Four, which is something that UMass hasn't seen up close in 26 years. Now, you might ask, how did a floundering program like the UMass Minutemen lure a guy like Frank Martin? Well, sure, he used to be an assistant at Northeastern, and yeah, his wife used to run track and field at UMass many years ago, 
But for me, the deal breaker was probably the five-year contract worth $8.5 million. That certainly would have been enough for me. The contract would instantly make Frank Martin the highest paid state employee in the Commonwealth, obliterating the position currently held by Michael Collins, the chancellor of the UMass Medical School. According to public records, Collins is being paid $1.1 million a year to teach young medical students how to save lives. Frank Martin will get paid $1.7 million a year to teach young student-athletes how to toss a large orange ball into a hoop with lots of fancy rope hanging underneath it. Granted, if I were Michael Collins, I might be asking for a do-over when I get to work later on today, knowing that Frank Martin is getting paid 6.8 times more than Matt McCall, the very guy that he just replaced. So when your kid's tuition bill next semester gets adjusted accordingly, you'll now know why. But hey, the Vermont Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. We talking paint? You need to talk to Josh at the Liberty Street Rockies or Caroline at the Agawam Store or Dina at the Island Pond Rockies. Got a painting project? You know where to go. Good people, paint people, and rock-solid servers at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 611 and ACDC with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Yeah, the highway could be a little dangerous because there's a gale warning in effect until tomorrow morning. Some heavy winds are expected in our area, and we might not get much out of the low 30s for the highs today and then maybe the mid-30s tomorrow. Scott Cohen joining us uh, next hour. There's loads of stuff to talk to Cohen about uh, just after 7. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just posting this uh, this picture of Will Smith on my Instagram, which I can't seem to really do, but it's it's basically a picture of Will Smith, and he is uh, it's a it's a quote from him that says, uh, "Throughout life, people will make you mad, disrespect you, and treat you bad. Let God deal with the things they do, because hate in your heart will consume you too." Well, well somebody didn't heed his own advice. Yeah, that didn't age very well, did it? Uh, we'll talk more about uh, about that coming up a little bit later on in the hour. But uh, if you noticed, either you two, uh, that I wasn't driving my truck for the last month. You weren't? He was driving his minivan. Yeah. Oh. Which, okay. by the way, ladies love. Oh, yeah. That, you know, everyone says that uh, when you get your first minivan, you feel yeah. very... Uh, self-conscious as if like uh, you've just emasculated yourself but I, no 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 ladies yeah. ladies love a man uh with extra extra beverage holders in a tra- in a truck yeah i nicknamed it the panty dropper yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. right about that uh so i've been driving that around for the last month because my uh my truck which i enjoy very much uh needed some work and a lot of work there was uh, it's a it's at 119,000 miles i bought the the extended warranty plan on it. So mm-hmm. right. uh, when I had taken it back in December, they're like, yeah, hey, you got oil leaks, you got this, you got that, and all this other stuff. And then I said, well, what is that? What's covered under the, the warranty thing? You're talking like $4,200, worth of repairs uh, that I only paid $100 for because okay. of the warranty, which was great. But unfortunately, they were going to have to keep it in the shop for quite some time. Mm-hmm. First, it was a week. Then it was two weeks. Then it was three weeks. And then finally, uh, last week, they're like, hey, we have a rental for you if you'd like to use one. Oh, how timely. Like, oh, that's great that this came in so quickly. Mm-hmm. And I get it. There's the, you know, the supply chain, the the, uh, the lack of labor, you know, all of these things are, are 
and, uh, you know, not being able to get the parts, the supply thing, like I just said, all those things are, come into factor. So I'm, sure. I'm pretty understanding when it comes to, okay, fine, at least the work will be done. And, and it, at least you have another vehicle to use. Right. So I, it wasn't like I was left high and dry uh, without a vehicle, but I also could have used that uh, that truck for many different things, like uh, transporting things or, or whatever. But with, with gas over $4 a gallon, I'm actually kind of glad I didn't have to drive that thing around for, for the last month or so. So they give you the rental, they give you a little tiny rental car? Because normally that's what happens. Well, they I, give you the smallest thing on the lot. I didn't even bother with the rental because oh. they said it was going to be done. You know, they okay. call me on a Monday and they're like, well, it's going to be done you know, this week. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, well, I'm not going to bother going to you know swap the rental out. Because- well, yeah, the rental would probably be cheaper for gas than the minivan you're driving around. I'm just saying, you could probably save on gas there, but even though it would be humiliating to drive that little tiny rental car, probably. But, but the problem is, mm-hmm. the dealership is 45 minutes away ah. from where I live, mm-hmm. so it's not like I can just ask somebody, hey, can you, you know, my sister-in-law was nice enough to give me a ride right. from Huntington on Friday when the, when, the, when the truck was done, all the way out to Wilbraham. So I go pick up the truck and uh, everything's all set. Uh, you know, I had some other things done to it, so it cost a little more than a hundred dollars. But that was my own. You know, there was some repairs that I wanted done while it was there. Well, you're, you're it's already yeah. in the shop. Why not get it done? So you're talking like you know three hundred bucks by the time it was all said and done. Sure. So uh, I get in the truck. The next day, I'm driving. Uh, I'm driving home from Munson. I had gone to a, to to Munson for a party, mm-hmm. and then I'm coming home on the Mass Pike. And as soon as I get on the Mass Pike. The check engine light comes on. Dude, you just had the thing in the I shop for three no, weeks. No kidding. Mm. So now I have to like rearrange my schedule somehow to mm-hmm. try to get an appointment. And the problem is that the warranty is up in like 5,000 miles from now. So and it's going to be at least five thousand miles from your house to the dealer. Well, that's the that's the you thing. might as well be flushing your to- your money right down the toilet. I'm going to have to start driving the van again just to make sure that the because otherwise it's either May or 125 thousand miles that this the, the, this warranty is up. Well, not only that, I know you were planning on a vacation to South Carolina where you're going to drive. I was going to drive, <laughs> and I was going to actually use yep. use that truck mm-hmm. uh, to drive because I'm like, hey, if it's all right. tuned up and ready to go, you might as well use that. Why not? Yeah. You know, uh, I find uh, sometimes, and I would never, ever, ever point fingers, uh, I find that there are times when uh, every just every little thing that you need done, you're always at the mercy of a million different things. Yeah. You know, car repair, same thing. Many years ago, I had a, uh, a, 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 a recall uh, on, on my vehicle, mm-hmm. and... Uh, it was about the transmission, and the transmission on these particular cars was known to be very, very faulty. Well, right. of course, the transmission fails. Yeah. After we had it done uh, with the recall, yeah. like even the fix Didn't was work. not enough to save right. this transmission. And you, you know, you were without a car for for days. Yeah. We got, we were down to like you know one car, and I was like, this is how are we expected to only live on one car? It's a test. Oh, it's a test. It tested my patience. I was at the very end of my rope. But that's what life does to you. That's exactly what it does. It tests you <laughs> on purpose, and then you're supposed to somehow prevail. So uh, now I got to, you know, uh, call them back today, make an appointment, because mm-hmm. you can't just drive in there. They, they're they so backed up with all these repairs that they got going on that 
I don't even know how long it's going to take to to do it. I think there should be some sort of recompense paid to you. Something that says, okay, maybe we didn't do everything we were supposed to do in the course of the three and a half weeks we had your car. Maybe we can uh, cut you a deal. Maybe we'll take care of this for uh, for nothing. Don't hold your breath on that, No, Steve. I know that. I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm yanking the guy. Yeah. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get it. Uh, I just feel like, uh, you know, what what do I got to do mm-hmm. uh, to get some warranty respect around here? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm telling you, this, this supply chain stuff is a huge pain in the ass for a lot of different things. And I'm, su- I'm surprised you're not hearing more complaints from more people on this very thing because everything is so reliant on parts and deliveries and shipping and everything else i'm surprised you don't hear more complaints about this well you know most of the dealerships are making their money right now off of car repairs because they don't have cars to sell that's right there's there's not enough supply you know and then somebody suggested me over the weekend hey man why don't you just go get a new truck and i'm like Mm -hmm. because the price of the truck has gone up thirty thousand dollars in the last five years right and okay because he was explaining to me, you know how much you could get for your truck right now? And I go, yes, I could get a lot of money because people are, are they're in high demand right now. Right. <laughs> but at what cost? I'm st- it's still going to be the same as if it, if the prices were what they were five years ago. And, you know. Now, I, I think you want to hold off as long as you can. But, yeah. I, I mean, it's at some point, if this thing continues to be a problem, you, know, you may have to uh, make a decision. But right. I mean, hopefully by the time that happens... These supply chain issues and and uh, the inventory problems will rectify themselves, and we won't be you know kind of on the hook for you know waiting for weeks for a car to be delivered. Yeah, mm. my son had a, a used car recently, and they offered him an exorbitant amount of money to trade in his car. But then, okay, you get the money, but then you're going to have to pay even more for a car that doesn't exist, or else you're going to be without a car. So, well, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, the price of the car, a brand new yep. one, is you know, uh, when I bought this thing, it was like I think it was like fifty grand yep. was was the price of the car. Right. You know, plus I had money down and I had a trade in and all that stuff, so it knocked it down pretty significantly. Uh, but now you're talking; it's like eighty thousand dollars for a new truck. Even the used have, ones, even the used yeah. ones are exorbitant. Yeah, and I don't, I like, I don't have the means to to take on a payment like that. Mm. Oh, but, sure you do. Well, you I'm, could handle eighty an eighty thousand dollar expense in cash. Sure. So I'm thinking like, all right, let me just run the number. Let me just run the numbers here because they have that little calculator. You can go on their website and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Right. Even if I were to trade that in and I got top dollar for it, I'd still be paying like a thousand dollars a month for a payment. I don't. That's. I already have a mortgage. And, I don't need two. And you putting know? and putting half of that into gas into your car every week. And yeah, and that's the other thing. It's like you know, do you want to buy another gas guzzling SUV? I don't know. I don't know. That's that's why you know, last week when we were talking to Quincy and and you know that's they're right. talking about all these yeah. these electric uh, trucks. You just you just wonder, okay, well, is it the same? Do you have the same power? Do you have the same towing capacity? Do you have the same battery life? What yeah. you know, what what is the deal with that? I just don't think we're there yet, and they're real expensive to to convert like that. Yeah. I just go gamble at the casino, and then you'd immediately have more money to spend on a nice new car. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because you'd win, you'd win, right? Well, I'll go trade the money, trade it in, get yeah, the money, and yeah, then uh, go blow go. it at the craps table. <laughs> okay. But uh, I can't say what dealership it is. But I might have to call the police if you know what I'm saying. Ah, it's uh, 6:21 with back Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 6:27 uh, on the Rolling Stones and Rock 102. You know, it's interesting. They continued 
working after the death of Charlie Watts. But I don't think the Foo Fighters are going to do the same thing after the death of their drummer. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I yeah, I think it's it's hard to replace yeah. a guy like that. I mean, he and Dave Grohl were best of friends. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I think what's really important to, to, to understand about those guys is when Dave Grohl selects you to be the drummer in his band, it's because you're a great freaking drummer. Sure. And as good as Dave Grohl is as a drummer... And, the dude's a beast. Mm-hmm. I think losing someone like that in your band makes it really hard to to move on. And uh, you know, I mean, the guys had a tremendous career after Nirvana. You got to give them all the credit, but this is going to be a, that would be a tough loss, devastating for sure. Yep. And now it's time for today. I learned with Max, Stephen, Dave on Rock One Hundred Two. You gonna hurt yourself? He just did. <laughs> he always sounds like he's going to hurt himself. He's, with a, it. he's an inhaler now. Uh, get a hernia. You get a hernia from doing it. This I feel is, like you're going to pop something. This is the stress of this job. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Uh, today I learned the black line of an Etch-a-Sketch uh, toy merely exposes the darkness inside the toy. Scraping out the large black areas allows enough light through to expose parts of the interior. I always thought it was like... You know, this thing etching at the top of the screen, mm. but it's not. No. You're actually etching away the screen when you're making your uh, your thing. It's actually dark inside. You know what I learned at the age of five? Uh, opening one of those things up to see what that stuff is inside yeah. is a major mistake. Did you do that? I did, and I instantly regretted it. Because it was all over me and all over my room for months. Well, it's better than opening up, say, uh, an ant farm. Do you ever have an ant farm? I In did the, not. The plastic uh, casing, the ant farm? No. Yeah. I did not. Don't open that. I, uh, I remember when they did a cover of, uh, what is it, uh, Annie? <laughs> yes. What, what no, that's it? it. It's Alien Ant Farm, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, doing you know, turning both knobs simultaneously makes diagonal lines. To mm-hmm. erase the picture, the user turns the toy upside down and shakes it. Doing that causes... Poly, polystrine, polyestrine, I don't even know how to say it, beads to smooth out and recoat the inside surface of the screen with aluminum powder. Hmm. The black line merely exposes the darkness inside the toy. How about that? Fascinating, Steve. See? Yeah. See? What else could we talk about today? There's nothing else going on. Fascinating. Fascinating. Almost as good as ranch dressing day. And that is today! Coming up in the news, a vaccine clinic in Springfield doesn't go so well. Details straight ahead. It's 6.32 with Max, Steve, and Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So, before we get to the big story from the Oscars last night, you know, there's a war going on in Ukraine. It's into its second month now, and Ukraine President Volodymyr Zelensky asking for more weapon <clears throat> weaponry from the rest of the world, while President Joe Biden was saying that <clears throat> Vladimir Putin, the president of Russia, quote, can't stay in power any longer. We'll see what happens about that. Interesting quote from a guy named Thomas Bagger, a diplomat in Germany. This is from the New York Times yesterday. He said, quote, we did not realize that Putin had spun himself into a historical mythology and was thinking in categories of a 1,000-year empire. You cannot deter someone like that with sanctions, end quote. What, uh, what is that contraption you got in your hand over there? What was that? <laughs> that was a newspaper. What is that? I know, right? Where'd you huh? get one of those? <laughs> 
Well, it turns out that they do sell these still at various stores where? all across Western Mass and in Connecticut. You know what? He got it from one of them Borgatas we were talking about earlier. <laughs> a bodega. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yes, I do like reading an Ooh. actual newspaper sometimes. Ooh. Yes. Look at wow. that. Yes. Man, you just, just aged yourself. Who, who knew I was going to be like show and tell this morning? Uh, yes, that's a newspaper, guys, right there. Wow. You're going to rip and read off the teletype machine now, too? <laughs> if there was one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, moving on from the attack on Ukraine to the attack on Chris Rock last night. Chris Rock doing some jokes before the best documentary nominees at the Oscars last night. And this is what happened when he joked about Will Smith's wife. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane, too. Can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> Oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out of I'm going to, okay? Chris Rock against Will Smith last night at the Oscars. I will say this. You got to you got to give uh, you got to give Chris Rock at least a little bit of credit. Dude can take a punch. Well, I don't know how I don't know how hard it really was. It was a slap, first of all. It wasn't a punch. It was an open face slap. But it was. You heard it there, for Dave, sure. I mean, Dave, if I came over there right now, mm-hmm. and granted, you know, I, I, my arms aren't quite long <laughs> enough to reach you from here, but if I were to, if I were to slap you in, in the face at the same trajectory mm-hmm. as a Will Smith, yep. I think you'd find I lay a heavy <laughs> punch. <laughs> well, that's what caused some people to think that the whole thing was a setup, because they were saying, well, geez, you know, Chris Rock would have fallen over. Uh, unless it was a, a staged sort of incident. Not necessarily. Right. I mean, it depends on how hard he was hit and mm-hmm. how, you know, if Chris Rock saw that coming a little bit yeah. at the last second. Well, you know, you know what, what I'm really ex- excited about? I was so sick of hearing about these Ukrainian people. I mean, come on, really? You have all these videos of your, your country being destroyed? Mm-hmm. Thank God for Will Smith taking the... Uh, Taking the heat off of that conversation. No kidding. Because I was so tired of hearing of that. That's why he's a national treasure. Yes, he is. And, of course, he did win the Oscar last night for his portrayal of Venus and Serena Williams' dad in King Richard. And, by the way, the Academy, some people are saying, should take back the Oscar that Will Smith won last night for violating their code of conduct. They do have a code of conduct. What, you're not supposed to get up on stage and slap the host? Apparently not. I'm surprised that it didn't happen to Ricky Gervais. Yeah, yeah actually, the- to be honest, I mean, yeah. that was a guy who was just you know chopping heads left and right when he hosted the, uh, the Oscars. And mm-hmm. that's why I think, yeah, it's probably staged, the whole thing. I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, think about the viewership of this particular award show. It's, the but- viewership has been dropping off for years and if you need something to stir the pot a little bit, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't doubt that there was some kind of. You, you know, you can't. Uh, I think you you may be onto something, Steve, because you can't necessarily, uh, you know, l- load up an audience with the threat of profanity anymore because they want because everything is on delay. They beep stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. The only thing that's left is a little Donnybrook, a little fisticuffs, a little tussle. A little, uh, a little bitch slapping going on. That's exactly what you got. The reason why it wasn't staged, guys, neither of them is that good of an actor. I'm just saying. 
Oh, come on now. now you know, I, you Will, know, I'm sorry. Will Smith in, uh, in, uh, in the Muhammad Ali oh, in the movie, he was terrific in that. I know. I know. Chris Rock, though? Hmm. He's good at voiceovers, I think. Not so sure he can pull off an act like that. But he's stage. a host. He's yeah. a well, not a host. He's a presenter. Yes, he can. He's good at that. He, well, up until last night. There's a side effect of all this, by the way. Anyone named Will Smith is suffering today, and there are a lot of people named Will <laughs> Smith. According to Bro Bible, one one regular guy named Will Smith has been bombarded with hate messages. After this incident last night, this regular guy named Will Smith tweeted, I'm not the person you're upset with. I make podcasts and video games for a living. At the risk of making people ticked off at me instead of that other guy, the world would be a better place if we stopped answering words with violence. So for anybody named Will Smith... It's a bad day. Yeah. It's not good. It is. Uh, now the Karens are like, well, thank God somebody else got the heat now. <laughs> good point. Nice to have somebody take the heat off of us. On to other local news. Western Mass News stopping by a vaccine clinic yesterday at Springfield, Techni- uh, Technologi- Springfield Technology Park. Head nurse Pamela Fleming telling Western Mass News that Sunday's turnout was underwhelming. She said she believes the last wave of COVID-19 seems to have brought more people in to get their initial dose of the vaccine. She hopes more people will soon be willing to get boosted. Boosted. I've not gotten boosted. I haven't gotten boosted either. It's it's time. I mean, what what was it supposed to be? Like 90 days? Mm -hmm. It's probably time for me to get boosted. I thought it was 180 days. I don't. You you Uh, know me and the numbers. uh, It's it's probably time for me to, to get the booster. How many you got? Two or three? I got two. Uh, I got three. You got the booster. Yeah. I didn't get the booster. Well, yeah, Dave but didn't now get the they're talking about number four, mm. going for number four. Well, I'm going to a show on Wednesday. I talked about this before a couple months ago. I went to a show in Fall River. I'm going to one in uh, at the Schubert Theater in Boston later this week. Mm-hmm. Got to bring your vaccination card. You got to have proof that you are uh, that you're not going to uh, infect the band. Infect the band, yeah, right? Oh. I mean, my my seats aren't that good. I mean, they're good seats. Don't <laughs> get me wrong, but I'm not like I'm not sitting on the stage. I'm not breathing all over the band. You should be. Over the past month, tensions between Ukraine and Russia have fueled supply and demand issues across the world. One of the obvious impacts: rising gas prices. Steve, you talked about it with your truck repairs and how you may not be able to afford a vacation in your truck all the way down to South Carolina. It's not about me not being able to afford the vacation. Mm -hmm. It's not being able to uh, drive around in something uh, that I had planned on after getting completely fixed. It was more about that. Right. The gas is still way cheaper than booking an airline ticket right now. Mm, Just wait. States like Connecticut have suspended their gas tax. We were waiting for that to happen in Massachusetts, but apparently it was voted down. Voted down. Failed in a 29 to 11 vote in Massachusetts. Imagine imagine that gas in Massachusetts is finally higher than gas in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. Thought I'd never live to see the day. Meantime, a fiery scene on the Mass Pike yesterday morning as local crews had to extinguish a flaming car on the side of the road. Palmer Fire and Rescue tweeting a video with a bird's eye view of the car engulfed in flames. It happened just before 10 a.m. yesterday on mile marker 61 on the Pike. Big fire. That's the one between uh, 60 and 62. You are Is that dead it? on. Yeah, no, no. I How'd you come it. up with that? I know the area. You okay. can't even you can't even properly tell the time. How do you know your mileage? 641, Steve. Oh, right there on yeah. the screws. 
on the screws. That's I, it. On the Six, screws of the screen. Still 641. Yeah. Okay. Meantime, at least we're not dealing with this issue. You know, we got gas prices, we got flaming cars, but we don't have alligators. A Florida man has died after crashing his car into an 11-foot alligator. The crash occurring after midnight over the weekend, according to a statement from the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office, that's the Tampa-St. Pete area, 59-year-old John Hopkins was just driving east on County Road 672 when he struck an 11-foot alligator in the roadway. He died of gator AIDS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see, see what, what I did there. there? I did, yeah. Man. yeah. Um, so uh, what is what is the ruling in Florida? Does the uh, alligator have the right of way? Uh, I, look, if you don't see it or you can't avoid it, I mean, 11 feet is pretty big, right? He had his blinker on. Mm-hmm. You mean the, the gator did or yeah, the guy the ga- did? The gator did, <laughs> yeah. uh, By the way, the sheriff's office said that Hopkins and the gator both were deceased when detectives arrived on the scene. Hmm. So the alligator paid the price for crossing the, that road. The ultimate price. Yes. Hey, researchers in the Netherlands just found microplastics in somebody's bloodstream for the first time. Chances are there's plastic in your blood, Bax, in your blood, Steve, and in mine as well. Researchers testing blood samples from 22 healthy volunteers, 17 of them had microscopic bits of plastic in their blood, and it's only going to increase. We don't know the health implications yet, but if there's plastic in our bloodstream, the researchers think there could be plastic in our vital organs as well. Do we know how uh, this microplastic gets inside of you? Probably for plastic leaching into the water supply. Mm -hmm. You know, it's been... Buried in dumps for years, uh, illegally sometimes. I'm going to guess it's probably the food we're eating. That too? That's my guess. Yes. Not to uh, name drop clients around here, but the folks down at Aquapump, uh, you know, down in Stafford, mm-hmm. they were telling me about all these things that we eat, like off your, your like Teflon, yes. all that Teflon. Sure. Mm-hmm. Once that stuff scrapes off, that gets into your body. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't and- even taste good. No, it doesn't. So they, you know, they're recommending that you you, you use like you know the stainless steel pots and right. things like that, and how inconvenient that is because then your eggs are going to stick to the bottom of the pan if you walk away for a half. Not if a you use Pam. Uh, but all that stuff, uh, any everything that we consume has some sort of plastic in it, and now they're finding. Like you said, it actually in the human body. But life in plastic, it's fantastic. You can brush my hair, undress me everywhere. Imagination. Life is your creation. Are you a Barbie girl, Bax? Are you a Barbie girl, Dave? Not that I know of. I'm a Barbie girl living in a Barbie world. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. <laughs> By the way, another danger is you know, p- putting your food in a plastic container and then microwaving the food in the plastic container. Don't do yeah. that. Move it to move it to a glass container. Put I it like, on a plate. I like my plastic medium rare mm. butterfly. Right. You know. <laughs> well, they tell you like uh, like certain like uh, like for you know baby bottles like the plastic ones. They tell you that sometimes there's you know chemicals that leach out of the plastic and get into your baby's system, and you know you don't want to have that happen because they got a whole lifetime ahead of them of. You know, poisoning their bodies yeah. with uh, with dangerous plastics. Those things are loaded with acronyms: BPAs, oh yeah, PFCs. Nobody knows what that means. DPTs. I have no idea. AB ABHs. No idea. High uh, or X Y and O's. What else could we do? NWAs. NWAs. <laughs> no, there you go. go. 
There <laughs> you go. Something else, I think. Hey, we got 30s for the highs the next couple of days with a gale warning in effect until tomorrow morning. And we've got a mass hat coming up next and a gunshot that went where you don't want a gunshot to go. Straight ahead on Rock 102. Rock 102 and the Gold Trader and the Diamond Shop want to send you to opening day at Fenway. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 654 and Pearl Jam with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's going to be uh, windy and getting colder. Uh, high of only 31 today. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 39. It's 21 right now in downtown Springfield. Time to meet another idiot. Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment. If you want to crown them, then crown their ass. Here's today's mass hat. Um, this guy over the weekend at the luxurious St. Regis Hotel in Houston, Texas, apparently shot himself. In Why? The, in the testicles. Police saying the guy was either unpacking the gun mm -hmm. or pulling it from his pants, good place to put it, when it went off. So this wasn't like a hostage situation? No. He was just checked into a luxury hotel in Houston, Texas, where apparently you're allowed to bring a handgun or whatever item you need for yeah. your protection. And all we know is that the guy is described as a young man. He's listed in serious but stable condition in the hospital. He will survive. How will uh, the bits and pieces fare? I yeah. Mean, I, I mean, you know, is, can these be reattached in any way? Th that is a damn good question, and the story doesn't give those crucial details, backs. Like, how much is missing? Well, I would think that that's, that's probably uh, the first thought in his mind. Yeah. It's like, uh, can everything be fixed? Yeah. It doesn't what? say, like, if one, if one or both were affected. Well, I think he's uh, now eligible to break the record for the NCAA women's swimming final. <laughs> yeah, there you go. How about that? Huh? You're right. <laughs> he's halfway there, yeah, at least. Yeah. Maybe more. Who, who knows? He now, can break the record. Yeah. Since he uh, shot himself in the <laughs> testicles, do we know whether or not he was half in the bag? It's like I can't be stopped. <laughs> Could have been. You can only hope to contain backs this morning, by the way. So, yeah, just be careful out there, folks. If you're going to have your handgun... In your pants, just be careful. Isn't like a holster like standard issue in the state of Texas? I, yeah. Like, don't you don't you have to have a holster? But you know, most of these guys like this, they put it right in their sweatpants. I no, mean, no, no, no. Who's I, the I, wide receiver for the Plaxico Burris? Plaxico Burris, right? right? Yeah, nearly shot him. He shot himself in the thigh. Right. One more inch or two, mm -hmm. he could have blown that thing right off. Mm -hmm. See, this is why I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with firearms. Like I, you know, if you want to own one, I, you should be able to. It's sure. your right to do so. But I also wish that people would learn how to use them properly before, you know, taking them out and putting them down your pants and waiting for, you know, the littlest thing to go off. Mm -hmm. If you know what I'm saying. I you know, you. I don't uh, wear sweatpants out of the house mm -hmm. as a general rule. Just my own little bugaboo, but. I know for for a fact that when I'm wearing them, they're that uh, they're never tight enough right. where it can hold a gun. Yes, they will slip. They will. That gun is going to slip right through them pants. Something's going off. Nothing good could happen. 
Coming up next in the 102 Second Sports, apropos, we have pickleball news for you. Straight ahead on Rock 102. Everyone has a project they want to finish. Sometimes it's a dream home improvement, and sometimes it's a necessity. Rock 102 wants to help you get that project done. following takes place between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. It is 7 a.m. on Rock 102, and we'll have highs of about 30 or so the next couple of days with a gale warning in effect now until tomorrow morning. And the weather is brought to you by Bank ESB as a local bank. We have convenient tools, smart banking technology, and personalized financial support to set you on the right path. Unlock your potential at bankesb.com. Here's your 102-second sports. On Rock 102, soccer action yesterday. The U.S. men's national team beating Panama 5-1. to U.S. on the verge of qualifying for the World Cup. Although, in a worst-case scenario, the U.S. would fail to make it if they lose to Costa Rica this Wednesday by six goals or more. Don't bet on that. Hockey in the AHL. The Thunderbirds are back home this Saturday at the Mass Mutual Center. And they've got a former UMass star on the team now. Defenseman Matt Kessel, who was drafted by the Blues, has signed a contract with the T-Birds. And he'll be a member of Springfield for the remainder of this season. Meantime, pickleball news. As promised, in Denver, Colorado, a 71-year-old man has been released from jail after being arrested for using a permanent marker on a basketball court at the Central Park Rec Center in order to draw some boundaries to be used for a pickleball court. Arslan Gooney turned himself in. He's facing a felony charge of criminal mischief for causing $10,000 in damage and could also get one to three years in jail. Finally, in basketball news, congrats to UMass hiring new coach Frank Martin to try and turn the Minutemen around, something we think he can do, and we predicted it on this show a couple of weeks ago. In NBA action, the Celtics beat the Magic 134-112, to and the Celtics are now tied with the Heat for the number one spot in the Eastern Conference as we get closer and closer to the playoffs. That's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next, Bax talks about the Final Four and his view from the couch on Rock 102. EJN. Now, Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Well, there you go. The Final Four is set. My brackets wound up being an embarrassing failure, and while my brackets in the ESPN Tournament Challenge had me at 546,000th place, there's still some bright spots in my picks. And although my brackets are trash, it could have been worse, and let me tell you why. Two weeks ago when this thing started off, I had Gonzaga winning the national championship. Gonzaga is out, but Villanova, who I picked to lose, is still in it. But of course, I had Gonzaga beating Duke in the Elite Eight, and I was wrong because Gonzaga never made it. They got pounded by Arkansas, and Arkansas got pounded by Duke, and now Duke is in the Final Four, and for some reason, I didn't see that coming. Now, on the other side, I had Villanova facing Kansas in the Final Four, and those two teams are still there. How they got there didn't exactly go my way, but in the end, it did. It just didn't go the way I had planned it. You see, I had Kansas beating Wisconsin, who was beaten by Iowa State, who lost to Miami, and had Villanova beating Arizona, who gotten beaten by Houston. I didn't see them getting past Illinois, and I didn't see that one coming either. So you had Duke facing North Carolina, who I picked to lose to Marquette, and you have Kansas facing Villanova. So, who's going to win? Well, this is the point where I use my failure-proof system of picking winners based on total cost of attendance of each school. Villanova and Duke each cost more than $77,000 a year to attend. 
North Carolina, $32,700. Kansas, $25,476. Kansas and North Carolina don't have a snowball's chance in hell in this dogfight. And at the national championship faceoff between Duke and Villanova, Villanova gets the edge by charging students exactly $806 more than Duke. Now, I know some of you people don't want to hear that because you like the idea of Mike Krzyzewski winning one, one last time. But the man is going to be $806 short. Mark my words, my system is almost never wrong. Except when it is. But hey, in my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The New York Times tested all kinds of gas grills. They say that the Weber Genesis grills are the best. Well, you know what? They're on sale all month at Rockies. Get a great deal now and get ready for delicious, uh, a delicious summer of grilling with your new Weber from Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's Classic Rock at 710 and Van Halen on Rock 102. So our next guest is wearing like eight layers of clo- uh, clothing, proving that it's it's very cold right now. Good morning, boys. Good morning, Scotty. How are you? Fine. What's up, you big phony? Danny, you're the big phony. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah Christ. Yeah, it's freaking cold out there, man. What you're, the... Listen, you're a hearty New England. No, I'm you're not. Li- you lived here 90% of your life. Buddy, the, the older I get, and um, a man of my advancing years should not have to put up with this kind of stuff, so... Well, it ain't, it ain't getting much out of the 30s for no. today and tomorrow. Today and so tomorrow. Get used to it. Got to take our medicine. Mm-hmm. So there's a number of things to talk about. I think uh, let's we should start off with the tournament. Okay. Get that over with. Uh, my final four still got two teams in it. Yep. You Do know what's really funny? Uh, funny, interesting. Whatever way you want to couch it. <clears throat> this has just been upset central for the, like the last you know uh, two and a half weeks. It's been you know my my I think my bracket went in the in the toilet. Uh, the f- like the first day of the tournament mm-hmm. and but as much as um and you know and miami played you know yesterday they you know and st peter's was in there so yep. you know two double digit teams on on one on the last day before the final four mm-hmm. despite all of the upsets and everything else th- it's a it's a blue blood final four mm-hmm Screw St. Peter's, those bracket-busting bastards. What? What are you talking? Listen, they they did more to destroy my bracket than any yeah. other team in this whole thing. Right. In North Carolina, too. I'm not happy with them either. Yeah. Because I had Marquette beating them, and look what happened. Was it a 30-point? Well, that's just point, your friggin' homer. Come on, man. 30-point freak show is what that was. <laughs> did, no. you all, did you also see that they played Foo Fighters music? For their bumper music on CBS yesterday, coming in and out of commercials, well, that was appropriate. I thought that, was, that was pretty cool in honor of Taylor Hawkins. Yeah, he uh, that would that was a that I was kind of a shock, yeah. but I guess he had like what five five uh, ten. Ten, substances, ten, ten, ten different substances pulsing in through his veins. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But so anyway, it's a great sports conversation. But. Well, it is. Like, All right, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. All right, so between uh, between the four, uh, Duke, North Carolina, Villanova, and Kansas. Uh, you know, I had Gonzaga and Villanova facing each other in the uh, in okay, the finals. Fair enough. And I had Villanova losing it. Yep. Now, the thing about Duke is everybody, I think, at this point, would like to see Mike Shashevsky win it one more time. And actually, there's as many people who don't want to see Mike Shashevsky right? win. And I'm kind of on that all. one too. Enough is enough. It's time to spread the wealth. I say Villanova wins, even though they had a. One of their players had a tough uh, injury yesterday with an Achilles uh, problem, yep. but nevertheless. That I would th- be three NCAA championships for Jay Wright, the coach of Villanova, in the last five years. Yep. 
Yep. Everyone was sitting there talking, you know, about the uh, I mentioned, the, you know, the term blue blood earlier, mm-hmm. you know, Duke, Carolina, Kansas. Villanova is the new is the nouveau riche mm-hmm. of of the group. I'm picking Kansas, man. They're 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 tough. Yeah. And here's well, the other thing. As much as much history as there's been between North Carolina and Duke, they have never met at in this on on a stage like this right. in the NCAA tournament and you figured that they would have they never have it's the first time no kidding yep as long as we're talking about the coaches by the way Bill Self the Kansas coach looks like Blake Shelton to me I'm just saying I don't know he looks like Blake Shelton and then he's dirty man yeah that guy's he's I, th- dirty which I don't like him but Hubert Davis the coach of North Carolina was bawling like a baby yeah. yesterday yep. after that game did you see I did see that yeah. that's funny because he had all the Marquette alumni bawling too huh. could go figure that. And they were losing by 30 points. So I have this uh, this fail-safe uh, you know, strategy when it comes to the Final Four. Oh, you mean like the previous strategy you've had the past two and a half yeah, weeks? Yeah, but this, this, okay. this one works. Okay. And, and, uh, Wait, write and, this and, down. And yeah, hold get, me to get it. Get a pen, Dave. Okay. When, it, when it comes to the Final Four, yes? I always select whatever team is charging families the most for the cost of, of attendance. So oh. right now, uh, I, know you like, I, I know you like Kansas. But they charge families $25,476 a year to attend, whereas Villanova and Duke are both charging over $77,000 a year. North Carolina, $32,000 a year. So to me, it's Villanova and Duke. And of the two, it's Villanova because they actually charge $806 more than Duke. So Mike Krzyzewski is actually $806 shy of winning another national championship. Buddy, well, thank you for that. Thanks for that information. You're welcome. And when it works out my way, I expect a text, maybe a basket of flowers or edible arrangement. A fruit basket. Fruit basket would be nice, too. I'm going to come up with an alternate way, by the way, to pick the winner. I'm going to go for the average SAT scores at each school, and I'm going to pick the lowest because I want the... want the real guy to win this I yeah because so. if a, there's uh, an athlete does you know has, if he's if he's wasting his time in the classroom <laughs> exactly. he's 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 going to be coming up short exactly Scott. No, no one's there for an education please all right hey uh, uh uconn we you know got to keep got to keep uh the 50 50 here uconn women tonight are one one more game uh, trying to get to the final four mm-hmm. it was just a, a a complete joke that they let them be the number one uh team in the in the bridgeport um bracket which is right. practically a home game for them yes. so they play what nc state tonight yes. uh for a, another trip to the final four which will be uh unfortunate because gino oriama is just an insufferable bore <laughs> <laughs> your kind of guy it's my kind of guy <laughs> My kind of guy. <laughs> you, must have, you have so much in common. Um, I do want to talk about uh, Frank Martin getting hired by UMass. Yep, great on, hire on Friday. It's a it's a great hire. Great hire. But think about this. So they get rid of uh, Matt McCall. Yep, who is making two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. They have hired Frank Martin to make one point seven million dollars a year. He yep. now quickly becomes the highest paid state employee in Massachusetts. Yes, at a one point seven million a year. I don't think they've ever spent that much on a coach. No. And I don't even think it go, they were paying John Calipari that much tw- almost 30 years ago. Yeah, and, you know, of course, you know, Calipari's market, you know, didn't didn't call for that kind of salary. But, yeah, there was a lot of talk when Martin got hired about, you know, why is he, you know, like it's, you know, what, what do they say? Uh, you know, you marry up, right? Mm-hmm. Or, right. Or you marry down. He's definitely marrying down. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm just surprised that a guy with his resume, pedigree, whatever you want to call it, 
is coming here. Um, he's got his work cut out for him, man. I mean, there's there's nothing in the cupboard. They've they've missed the tournament eight seasons in a row. Yeah, it's like and 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 when they got the last time they got in, they just you know they just kind of squeaked in. There's there's nothing going on up there right now. He's coming in and you know maybe he gets to start fresh. Who knows? And maybe he knows something that we don't know. But that was that was a surprise. Well, let me the, ask you this because that you know he's he's got a great reputation as coach. Brought his team to the Final Four in 2017 in South Carolina. He's a, this guy is a he's, he's the legit, real deal he's the real deal but you know on the other hand he left south carolina with a winning record he's like the third winningest coach in the school's history uh i think he went like 18 and 11 that final year the issue was that there were some personality clashes yes. between him and the administration right so not to say that he's a bad guy no. or, or a troublemaker or whatever it may be nope. it just you know was a he's, clash of personalities right so you wonder well does he bring any of that with him, or was this just one of those odd situations where it just happened to be a very bad mix of people? No, I think I think he bring he brings it with him. Bax, there's that there's that very famous YouTube clip where he's talking about uh, parents mm-hmm. uh, and their uh, their effect on youth basketball. You can go find it. And I mean, when that thing hit the air, whenever it did, I mean, it it blew up. It it was like everywhere. That he's got a he's a huge personality, and this is again, this is not a negative connotation. He's a huge personality. He's got a big mouth. Mm-hmm. He's going to tell you exactly how he feels and and what's on his mind, and that doesn't always sit well with people. The only problem he has in this culture right now, he's what I would call quote, oh, anti woke. No question, he's not in the woke culture. Totally that old may school. Hurt, yeah. But that should help him in sports. Yep. If you stop and think and, about it. And, you know, it. and the good thing about, you know, uh, college basketball, it's mm-hmm. like there's only five guys on the floor. Mm-hmm. You basically need eight or eight or nine guys to to have a successful program. Yep. So it's it's possible. But he's got his work cut out for him. Uh, the Celtics are on a great streak right now. Unbelievable. Playing terrific basketball. Terrific. They play. Uh, they're tied with Miami um, with that win yesterday, six in a row. Tied for the top spot in the East. They play Toronto tonight, who's competing for um, a playoff position. And then they have Miami, who they're tied with now on Wednesday. Uh, big stretch coming up for the Celts. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, what else have we, we missed? UMass, got, UMass hockey got knocked out of the tournament on Saturday, losing. Yep. And then I guess a guy, uh, Matt Kessel, uh, one of UMass's top defensemen, uh, signed with the St. Louis Blues uh, You know, right after the loss. And they're sending him him to Springfield. St. Louis is the minor league affiliate. Yep. Um, and he's going to be playing for the Thunderbirds on Friday night. Which so. you know what we should mention them too because yep. honestly, great. they're playing great. I I you know I haven't uh, sad to say I haven't been to a game this I season just because you know it's just. <laughs> They just haven't. I've been to three, and it's a fantastic experience. Yeah, and by it. the way, the last time I was there, the audience was packed. It was a standing room only. Yeah, they do a nice job, yeah. Dave. Yeah. yeah, they do. They uh, really, they really turn things around. You're a big fat phony. Yeah, you're, well, just, you're just sitting there not saying a GD thing. Well, if you had anything interesting to say, oh. maybe I would participate oh, in the conversation. Oh, you. Wow. But you couldn't swing a dead cat in this room without hitting a Cohen. <laughs> 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 well, anyway, so that's uh, so that's uh, probably it for this week. It's good to see you. Yeah, good to see you guys, too. Carry on. It's uh, 721 with back Stephen Dave and Scott Cohen of Rock 102. This back Stephen Dave. The Eagles there with Already Gone, a song that was re-recorded by country star Tanya Tucker. And according to Rolling Stone, she transformed it from a male bravado into a feminist battle cry. 
Well, there you go. Well, uh, we'll hear uh, her version coming up next hour. Here. No, I, no, I don't think we're going to get to that. <laughs> hey, uh, everyone has a project they want to finish. I got one. I'm sure you got one. You've got one. Sometimes it's a, a dream home improvement, and sometimes it's a necessity. Rock 102 wants to help you get that project done with Pick Your Project, brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. You could win $2,500 in cash, which you could use towards uh, putting uh, some relaxation into your summer with a 21st century pool and spa, lumber for your building project from uh, Hamshaw Lumbers, repairs to your well or putting a water treatment system from Aqua Pump or Tree, uh, or tree Care or removal from DL&G Tree. If you want to win the $2,500, you go to rock102.com starting on April 4th. And uh, sign up. One winner chosen at random. It's Pick Your Project, brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. Visit them at uh, DaveMinerRoofing.com and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. The news is next, and we have good news and bad news about local businesses here in Western Mass. We'll get to it all coming up on Rock 102. This is Dave Miner from Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements. 7.32. We're back, Stephen Dave, on Rock 102. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. The Russian attack on Ukraine into its second month, and Ukraine President Volodymyr Zelensky asking for more weaponry from other countries around the world. Meanwhile, President Joe Biden here saying Vladimir Putin, quote, can't stay in power, end quote. We hope not, but... A guy like this just keeps going until somebody stops him. I don't think Putin's the kind of guy who's going to hear Joe Biden and say, oh, right. I, mean, I guess he's right. Let me go pack up my, my stuff and clear out my mm-hmm. desk. I saw this compilation video over the weekend of uh, Vladimir Putin getting, like, not getting his hand shook when he's like, reaching out to people. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. people are like, yeah, no, I'm not shaking. I'm not touching hand. anything on you. <laughs> Even <laughs> Kim Jong-un didn't take his handshake. Yeah, really? Which, uh, you know, you think uh, two lunatic fringe right there, mm-hmm. you, you think they would be, you know, shaking hands and kissing each other for mm-hmm. all that much. But nope. And how about for average Russian citizens that don't shake his hand? We don't hear well, much about them anymore, well, right? Not, well, not that, anymore. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, that was one of the clips. They showed yeah. this, like, it was like a chef or something. It was like one of them top chef uh, Russian yeah. versions, and the, and the chef wouldn't shake his hand. And I'm like, you probably never heard from that guy ever yeah, again. Yeah, he's no longer a chef. He's food yeah. at yeah. this point. It's kind of like when Tom Brady was trying to high-five everybody on the Patriots yes. a couple years ago, and nobody would uh, high-five him back. <laughs> We have good news and bad news about some Western Mass businesses. We'll start with the good news. A couple of Holyoke natives just opened up a new restaurant. They've been hard at work amid the COVID-19 pandemic. And Saturday, this past Saturday, they had their big ribbon-cutting ceremony for Woodstone Tavern, a lifelong dream for Lisa and Woody Lyle, natives of Holyoke. And they opened up in the former Martin's Pharmacy space. Oh, Martin's Pharmacy. Mm -hmm. I have no idea where that is. I don't either. I was hoping, I was relying on you guys to it's, uh, ID that for me. It's where that pharmacy used to be. Ah, where is that again? Holyoke. Mm, sure. There. Now we understand. Uh, but good luck to the owners of Woodstone Tavern. Also, White Lion Brewery in Springfield presenting a hip-hop beer Saturday night. Easy AD of the legendary Cold Crush Brothers collaborating with the brewery to create Cold Crush, an orange hazy IPA. Sweet. There you go. That's cool. And the bad news, Meadowview Farm at 120 College Highway in Southwick closed, will not reopen for the spring season following the March 23rd death of the owner, Benedict Nashambini. After a recent Facebook post, his wife shared the cancer diagnosis and the hospice news of her husband of 53 years. Traditionally, they opened the farm the first week of April. 
run it through June, then reopen in the fall with as many as 2,000 customers per day. Now, it's too bad. Hate hearing that. Meantime, Stacker has compiled a list of each state's specific signature drink by looking at official state websites, news, culinary profiles, and historic reports that tie specific beverages to specific states around the country. Apparently, the Bay State's signature drink, according to Stacker, is cranberry juice. Cranberry juice. Yeah, because a lot of bogs, I guess, right? It's not really that much of a surprise. I guess. What, like the nation's top one or two cranberry providers? Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to figure out why that's not working. Oh, try it again. Everybody said. There you go. go. Mm-hmm. See now that I don't know what is this? All these buttons we got to push and a try lot to of buttons out and knobs. Whole thing. Well, we've got the results for each of the New England states, so be ready, Steve. Everybody said. Connecticut is the Moscow Mule. All right. All, All right. Everybody said. New Hampshire is apple cider. Everybody said. Maine is Moxie. Everybody said. Rhode Island is. Coffee milk? Oh yeah! Oh man, coffee milk's delicious. Yeah, you're 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 from that region. So let me tell you something. It's like uh, it's it's coffee syrup. Yeah, like you would have like chocolate syrup. Okay, okay, and uh, you add uh, you put your milk in there. Yeah, and it's delicious. Hmm. Had coffee milk all the time as a kid. Who so knew? It's not coffee? There's no coffee in it. No, it's oh. co- it's a coffee flavored syrup. Oh. And oh, I m- think I've seen that in the grocery store. Yeah, like in certain grocery. Oh, stores. so good. So, so good. And finally, Vermont is something called Old Vermont. Anyone? I, I, I don't know what that Anyone? is. Anyone? Bueller? Is I don't, what, what do you mean, Old Vermont? That's all it says. I don't know what that is. There's some drink, some beverage called Old Vermont. Uh, is that like an old-fashioned? I Maybe. don't know. Old Vermont. I don't uh, know. Drink. Hmm. Let's see. Old Vermont drink. The Old Vermont cocktail. Ah, uh, apparently. Yeah. It's made with, it's a it's an old fashioned made with syrup. Okay. All right. Well, that's that's a little too sweet for my taste. I mean, I'd much rather have the coffee milk. Well, how sweet is the coffee milk? Pretty damn uh pretty damn sweet. Sounds Listen, like syrup to me as well. Oh, I just pour uh I just pour rye over my pancakes. That's that's probably cutting out the middleman. <laughs> yeah, who's got time to concoct cocktails and, and ingredients just to cut out that whole section there and just pour the rye right over the bank. I'm surprised the people of Vermont even bother to make you know, to dirty up a glass. They just pour the booze right into their mouths, and that's all they need to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, like an ice luge. Yeah, right. Yeah. There you yeah. Go. Speaking of beverages, congrats to one Longmeadow family. They're making a difference for the folks in Ukraine. Little lemonade stand. Old-fashioned. They're also making dog biscuits as well. And the proceeds are going to benefit Ukraine. 100% of the proceeds, by the way. I know we get skeptical about these things sometimes. We see proceeds. Wow, well, yeah, mm-hmm. but they're also skimming some off the side. No, this Longmeadow family is sending all the money to the folks affected they're, they're, by the war in Ukraine. They're not even covering their costs of uh, making the lemonade? Apparently not. Hmm. That's according to the mom of the family, Kristen Brownlee, as reported in westernmassnews.com. That's a good thing. Well, what about, uh, what was I just going to say? See, I get so distracted. Forget it. Never mind. Move on, Dave. Okay. Well, apparently Western Mass News was also on site for a vaccine clinic yesterday at Springfield Technology Park. And according to head nurse Pamela Fleming, the turnout was underwhelming. This head nurse believes that even though the last wave of COVID is on the way, people still are not getting the vaccinations they should be, especially the booster shots. 
And I know I guess we're guilty on this show of not getting the booster shots. Well, I, I mean, got them. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you got them. And I, and I will be getting mine. But, you know, you know, if you haven't gotten vaccinated by now, find it really hard to imagine that you're going to get vaccinated you know, ever. Ever. Yeah. Like, if... If you don't, you know, whether and whether it's you know philosophical differences with the vaccination or your schedule is just too busy to make an appointment, you're probably not going to go ahead and do it now. No. Well, and the new wave of COVID already affecting other portions of the world, and they're saying it's headed here, and we're going to have another explosion in COVID cases now. The argument centers around whether or not the Omicron variant or the newest Omicron variant is going to be dangerous at all. But it's coming. Is this the Domicron variant? I, I, you know, there's so many variants at this point, I can't keep up. The Western Mass Home and Garden Show over the weekend. Now, I know we were bragging about going to that over the weekend. Yes, no. I, did we go and learn about uh, home improvement, guys? Or what? I, I did. Yeah. I, uh, I uh, picked up uh, one thing. Uh, sticker shock uh, from all these projects. <laughs> how much these projects cost? I it amazes me how much people charge for things, and I don't know if this is just specific to these types of shows, mm -hmm. but I think the prices are a lot higher when you go to these things because you're paying premium dollar to be there as a booth, and yeah. if you don't, you know, if you gotta have that money to. To pay for the booth, you got to make up your money somehow well, uh, elsewhere. And not only that, with COVID and yeah. everything else in the supply chain getting yeah. affected, mm. you know, prices are getting jacked on everything yeah. anyway. And, and listen, I'm not, I'm not uh, picking on any specific businesses or anything like that. I mean, it is what it is as far as what we just said about supply chains and, and how much things cost. And, mm -hmm. you know, these folks are working hard. They're trying to, to keep their businesses afloat. But some of these products that they have where it's just like cuckoo. You know how much they yeah. cost, but I think a lot of people go to that, not necessarily to buy anything, but to get ideas about what can be done. You know, like what you know, what kind of projects they want to tackle. True, but then you see the sticker on how much some of this stuff costs. That that's what you want in your backyard, right? You're gonna need to take out a home equity loan in order to pay for some of this. Stuff. Well, that's not a bad way of going. I know. I know. If I go, the problem I feel is that if I if I look at things that could be done in my yard. I might feel compelled to try doing it, and that's something I don't want to do. Yeah, I hear you. I'm there. I wish I had the talent to like do those projects myself, like paver stones and things like that. Mm -hmm. I can't. Uh, I can't level anything. Like, there's nothing. I tried to put this fire pit together in my yard, but everything has to be level, right? And I don't really even know how to do that. Like, I was trying to put dirt under the rocks. I was trying to put, you know. You know, stones or something to keep it in place. I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. Well, I'm the same way, by the way. Yeah. And so we're all the three of us the same. When uh, it we're, 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 we're worthless, we're, the three of us. Pitiful. But, you know, isn't it just a matter of doing the research? I mean, if you don't know how to do that, I mean, well, I hate to admit that because I'm just as guilty as you guys are. You weren't in the room, but uh, years ago, uh, my late wife and I went to, I think it was the camping show. And they had one of those. It was a. It was a. Um, it's a umbrella for your deck, mm -hmm. but it's like, it's weighted down by paver stones. That's how you weigh it down. Gotcha. And then the thing can go in all different directions, up and down and sideways and left, and you can tilt it so the sun you keep the sun out of your face. Right. Uh, it's a pretty cool contraption. Uh, however, the price at that time, which was like 2015, was about twelve hundred dollars. And then the more you talk to the guy. All of a sudden, the price dropped to six hundred dollars. 
you know, by the by the end of the thing. Right. And then, uh, you know, my my wife says, uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, we're not going to we're not going to get this. She finds it online for like between two hundred and fifty and three hundred dollars shipped to the house. Nice. Get out of here! Yeah, and so you just got to do some. Re- You're right, Dave. You got to do some research because you could probably find a cheaper product somewhere. So it's not necessarily that we don't know how to do it or we don't have the skills. We're just plain lazy. Let's face it. I, I yeah, I'm, I'm lazy too. Yeah, I, yeah, well, yeah, I, I, let me, Lee, uh, just I, I agree with that. Lazy, <laughs> but I think it would be a, a mistake to overlook the fact that I'm cheap. Okay. But I don't want to. Sp- I don't want to spend five thousand dollars on something. Wait, you're money conscious. You're not cheap. My mom told me never to use that word cheap. Don't use cheap. Frugal. Yes. I'll spend money in the things I want. Exactly. I will not spend money in the things that I don't really need. Yes, and if you're going to use cheap to describe an item, use inexpensive instead. It's a much kinder word, according to my mom. I also walked by this radio station booth that had uh, was being represented by two people who uh, worked there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, what an awful display. <laughs> I was like, you pick these two people to represent you? I'm assuming it wasn't one of our properties. No, no, I think no, it's no, exactly it what he's oh, talking about. damn it. <laughs> Former property. Gotcha. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just like, wow, I can't believe you guys are presenting yourselves this way. This would never happen with Rock 102, ever. <laughs> hey, the weather is not too good today and tomorrow. We may not get out of the high 20s today for the highs. 30s tomorrow. Gale warning in effect until tomorrow morning. Coming up next, and now hear this. Everything you need to hear about the big Will Smith ordeal last night at the Oscars. Straight ahead on Rock 102. You want the best for your children. It's going to be uh, mostly cloudy today and very windy. Uh, some lady named Gale is coming throughout the area. I don't know what. Uh, Crystal Gale. Yes. Doesn't make my brown eyes blue. Hey, right? that's a there good you one. go. Yeah, it's a uh, 21 in downtown Springfield. Now hear this. Now hear this. I'm sorry to hear that. Great neck noise, dude. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. So, it's our movie edition with the Oscars last night. In case you're just waking up and you didn't watch, the big highlight was Will Smith winning an Oscar. But before he won the Oscar for Best Actor, he got into a little disagreement with Chris Rock, who was presenting for Best Documentary and was telling a joke about Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, and here's what happened. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm out here. Uh Uh-oh, Richard. (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. I'm going to, okay? So that's just a small portion of what happened mm. there, but the smack across Chris Rock's face from Will Smith, mm. and there you go. The whole world is talking about it now. At least the Oscars maybe got a little ratings last night for once. You know, at least when Kanye interrupted Taylor Swift, you know, no punches were thrown. There was no violence it was just a Kanye being Kanye. Which is a guy that probably should have been punched. Yeah, and I you could know. see him going down because Taylor Swift, I believe, you know, brings a real mean hit. Listen, I get it. You know, uh, you don't 
make fun of people with alopecia. You know, mm-hmm. that's a very sensitive subject. But that's where your hair falls out, by the way, and that's why Jada yeah, Pinkett Smith. I, I know, was, but, I, but I know somebody yeah. with, with that, and it's not a, it's not a you know a, a you know a good thing to be dealing with. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as Will Smith goes, show some restraint, my friend. Yes. Come on, well, like how many other? <clears throat> this is what I want to. I want to hear the entire monologue of the show right. and all the other pieces right before that. Because there's pieces of Will Smith laughing, you know, pictures of him laughing at other jokes. So what were those other jokes? Well, it's it's, it's interesting you bring that up. Maybe next hour we should explore this and maybe open up the phones for who is the a-hole here. Is yeah. it Chris Rock? Is yeah. it Will Smith? I mean, well, you, you know, know the, there's the, the one thing that we have not mentioned is if... Uh, you guys have been married, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. If someone were to disparage your wife, right, publicly, yes, and say some pretty, uh, some pretty brutal things that uh, she may not like or you may not like, wouldn't you, as a dude, stand up for your wife? That's one of the questions I have, Bax. Is what would the women feel about that? Would they? Like the fact that their guy stood up for them in that fashion, or would they think that their guy is being a a brute for well, doing that? So I mean, yeah, I, mean, I would have probably punched you know the guy in the mouth after the show, yeah, you know, after like one of the Oscar parties mm-hmm. confrontation. You know, yeah, that would have yeah. been that would have been better. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, viewership last year for the Oscars was like ten point two million. You know what it was the year before that? Twenty three point six million. They lost mm-hmm. half so their 56%. audience. Fifty six percent. You need something. The viewership has been dropping off right. for years, so why not start a controversy? This huh? is why they should hire Chris Rock right now as the host of next year's Oscars. Yes. Because because of exactly that. People yeah. will watch if they think that Chris Rock you know, could get into another tussle with somebody. Think about all the things that Ricky Gervais said to yeah. people yeah. over the years and never got, once got uh, punched in the face. All I, aimed at Hollywood, I might yeah. add. I mean, yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't it be crazy if there was a chance like Meryl Streep might like, you know, you know hit Chris Rock over the head with her bag? Mm-hmm. Yeah, her, yeah. Her, her, her free gift bag? Sure. That, that should be the, the joke next year. Every recipient of an Oscar gets the slap. Chris Rock in the face. It's like it's like a dunk tank, only more violent. <laughs> Clip number two, by the way, Will Smith later accepting the Oscar for Best Actor in a Leading Role for King Richard. And apparently he mentioned Denzel Washington right here. Denzel said to me a few minutes ago, he said, at your highest moment, be careful. That's when the devil comes for you. It's like, I want to be a vessel for love. Well, he blew his chance for that, apparently. No, I but think he, what he's saying is, you know, okay, yes. I think that shows some level of remorse. Yeah. He was all broken up about, obviously. So sort of that was, in a way, his apology for his behavior. And yeah, by the way, I'm that clip, well, that clip was a lot longer. I watered it down a little bit for broadcast purposes. Well, why not? What it was. Not like we're doing anything else this morning. Go ahead and play it. No, but I, I just I think the whole thing is staged. Once he hits him, I just saw a clip on TV about a half an hour ago. Mm-hmm. Once he hits him, he turns around and starts smiling. I don't know if my reaction would be that way after I did that. Yep. Steve, you barely smile now. That's what I'm you saying. You got a permanent scowl know. on that on that puss. I'd be uh, I'd be in a huff. I'd be <laughs> well, like a bull. Maybe he's been meaning to do that to years, and it was like, wow, finally got it out against Chris know. Rock. 
Uh, clip number three, quickly, since it is a movie themed, now hear this. Here's a belligerent guy sitting in the wrong seat at a movie theater, and it happened over the weekend, and he wouldn't move. I pay my money. I have a right to, to it. sit in your seat. Correct? Yes, that's my not, seat. That's not your seat. How can you tell us not my seat? Because your ticket has your seat number on it. Whatever. Find and this will seat. be the last time that I come to this imagined theater. Right. I paid I, my money. Does please, anybody please here don't come think back. it doesn't matter where you sit? It's not a side seating. It is. Go sit in your own seat. Thank you. I'm not going to. Then I'm going to ask you to leave. You did. Like four or five times. Okay. Goodbye, everyone. Enjoy your movie. Happened Friday in Royal Oak, Michigan. Wow. Yeah, a theater. Yes. Well, he was sitting in like one seat over from where he was supposed to be. That's 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 what the point of that was that he was getting upset about it. But right. it's like just move over into the right seat. Yeah. What's the difference? And it, so then and then there's another manager there. Yeah. Uh, female yeah. that wasn't included in that clip, but she's like, "Sir, if we could just, if we could just get you," and he's like, "I want a goddamn refund," and then she's yeah. like, "We'll we'll give you a refund," and I and he's like, "I want a soda too." He yeah. says something like that, <laughs> he does. and it's like, "Yeah, is that all you want? Just free stuff?" Yeah, it was a three minute clip, by the way. Yeah, yes, you're right. It, it, it was, was a lot very, there. It what, was very what, long. What theater uh, has assigned seats? I don't think I've ever been in a theater. Oh yeah, every oh, one yeah. of them now. Oh, they do the movie theater. Yes, yeah, if you, really. Yeah, if you go yes. to. A, uh, I, uh, we went to the MGM one uh, mm-hmm. to see Spider Man, and you you go online and you pick the seats. Well, I had no idea. Yeah, that and shows, that way you shows can... how long it's been since I've been in a theater. A theater. <laughs> well, if one thing is clear from now here this this morning, the world has gone berserk, and everybody is angry about everything. Well, you know, maybe we can uh, we can do a movie phone. I can be a movie phone guy, and you could call me, and they're like, uh, if you would like to see the English patient, uh, press one. Why don't you just tell me what movie you want me to see? <laughs> Coming up next, we got the 102-second sports on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.13 and Tom Petty and Rock 102. Going to be uh, cold today uh, with, uh, let's see, a high of 31. Windy. Uh, Gail is uh, blowing everybody around out there today. She's a naughty girl. Yeah, she, she is. Yeah, she gets uh, around. It's a uh, twenty-one in downtown Springfield. She's a naughty girl, but so is Will Smith, a naughty guy, for doing what he did last night at the Oscars. In case you're just waking up, you don't know what happened. Will Smith won the Oscar for Best Actor for his portrayal of Serena and Venus Williams' dad in King Richard. But then he didn't like a joke that Chris Rock told about his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, and he went up on stage and he hit Chris Rock. Here's the clip. Oh, Richard. <laughs> Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. I'm going to, okay? So there it was. Well, he's uh, he's he's gotten assault going on there. I mean, uh, but Chris Rock's not going to press charges, which makes me think the whole thing was staged. No. I don't know. I don't know. But- fake, fake. Fake, fake, fake. But as I said earlier, if uh, Will Smith was arrested for assault, uh, police would need to get a, f- <laughs> a set of fresh prints. Ah, yeah, yeah Will Smith it? It? used to be the fresh prince. Fingerprints. I see yeah. what you did now, there. It's no. like forensics. <clears throat> Got it. I suppose if uh, this were the uh, Am I the A-Hole uh, segment mm-hmm. that we, uh, we typically do once a week, right? you could see someone say, 
Hello, uh, I'm a, uh, I'm a uh, local uh, actor whose wife happens to be suffering from a, uh, uh, an autoimmune uh, situation. Uh, and I was at an event, and then this happened. You know, to me, if you were to s- decide which person was in the wrong, Chris Rock is hired to tell jokes. And he's hired probably to tell jokes about people in the room. Pretty typical way of presenting. Yes. Pretty typical thing for a host or a presenter to do. It's been done for years. On the other hand, you know, you tell you you make fun of a guy's wife. Of course, he's not going to be happy about it. But do you get to the point where you say, "I'm going to stop this right now by interrupting an international broadcast mm. by tagging this guy in the puss"? There's a lot of wrong to go around here, Bax. But you know, when you're a comedian, yeah, you mm. do have the uh, apparently the right to do whatever you want. Except, you know, it's not a roast. You're you're not roasting Jada Pinkett Smith. You know, then why a, are you hiring a comedian to host the show? Then? It doesn't I have mean, to be a roast, though. You don't have to pick on somebody's right. physical ailments. Billy Crystal used to do that. Yeah. Uh, you know, Ricky Gervais did it. Uh, every every other host that you've had over the last uh, many years mm-hmm. has done this. Gary Shandling did the same thing. You know, he's roasting people in the room. It's not, you know, an actual roast, mm-hmm. but that's what they go with. And, you know, I think uh, Will was probably a little oversensitive and i think you know in a way while he was uh, i applaud him standing up for his wife getting up and punching a guy there's nothing resolved by that well and he was just taking his cue from his wife who was visibly upset did not like the whole thing and Mm -hmm. so he came to her defense so who is the a-hole here is it chris rock for telling the joke is it will smith for letting things get out of hand it's the uh, oscars for staging the entire thing it wasn't, <laughs> yes it, wasn't it is staged. he smiles as he walks away it, and he didn't you know it's if will smith came and smacked me in the face i would think that i would be kind of out for a couple of seconds at least uh you know heaving over going and holding my face and going oh my god what the hell just happened to me yeah well it's, it's, and, and the, the 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 ratings have been down so if you want to get people to watch this program again what better way to do that than create a controversy and now next year hey you'll never know what happens at the oscars unless you watch it i mean it wasn't it, fake it, it wasn't fake well whether it's fake or not he brings up a good point mm-hmm. here we are talking about it the day after the oscars yep. yeah had Will Smith not punched Chris Rock in the face. Would we be spending all day talking about this? Zero. Hell no. Would we we have any interest in in this show at all? No, we would not. And if you're a woman out there, are you happy that your man came to your defense like Will Smith did? All right. There's a lot of questions here, guys. I've told this story uh, years ago, but I'll tell it again. Uh, I was dating a girl, you know, probably 20 years ago. Right. And we were at a bar called Alibis. You remember that place? It used to be Jimmy's Cocktails yes. over in uh, yeah. 16 Acres. It's a place called Alibis. And they had these, like, these mirrors up on the walls. So, you, you know, you could, it makes the room look bigger mm-hmm. when you have the mirrors up on the wall. Sure. So uh, I'm sitting there, and, and the girl I'm dating is, her back is to the bar. I can see everything going on with the, uh, with the mirrors mm-hmm. and everything. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, these two goons start going at it, you know, punching each other. And and bar fights are never, you know, it's not like in the movies where you hear, psh, psh, you know, when they do the sound effects to add to them. Right. It's just chaos and blood. Yeah. And blood, 
you know, all of a sudden this guy cold cocks this guy and the blood out of his nose comes into my drink. Ooh, yeah, that's dangerous. Uh, so I was like, whoa, that's the end of that thing. And then uh, everybody gets up because these two guys are, are wrestling on the floor. And uh, as we get up, they, they get up and, and are going at it still with each other. So I take the girl I'm dating with and I put her in front of me. <laughs> like a human shield. Yeah, and she's like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, well, they're not going to hit a girl. Oh, okay, <laughs> good know? thinking. <laughs> that was the end of that relationship uh, shortly after that. Uh, so, I mean, you yeah. know, I'm not a fighter. I right, will... So now we've established who is the a-hole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Steve. Yeah, that's right. That's right, my friend. Well, if you want to chime in on this, I, I think there's probably lots of viewpoints in this. I was watching some of the Facebook reaction last night. Many people were upset at Will Smith, but a lot of people were upset at Chris Rock and say he deserved it. He had it coming. All right, so two nine three one zero two one. Give us your thoughts. It's uh, eight nineteen with back Stephen Dave and Rock one zero two. Hey, it's Pat. Rock one zero two Springfield's classic rock. It's eight twenty six and ACDC and Rock one zero two. And it's going to be windy and cold today uh, with a high of thirty one. It's twenty one right now in downtown Springfield. In case you missed it, Will Smith clocked Chris Rock last night at the Oscars. Will Smith just smacked the out of me. It was a GI Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. I'm going to. Okay. So we're talking about all these aspects of it, whether or not it was staged, who's the a-hole here, and the phones are open. Let's take some calls. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Ben Suffield. Hey, hey. Ben, what's up? How's it going, guys? I'm just chiming in on the whole, like, uh, you know, the, the the Chris Rock and Will yeah. Smith situation. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, you know, violence is wrong, but, you know, a man sticking up for his wife, she's being humiliated on broadcast television broadcast across the world for a medical condition right mm -hmm. so to me it's to me it's no different than if he was doing deaf and blind jokes to marley matlin right okay. it's the same thing would we would we be okay with it or if he was making fun of uh uh mentally impaired people would people be okay if he got some punch them in the face on tv because to me that's what he did and you know you stick up you know, you stick up for uh, for your wife. She was being humiliated, and she's you know she's a she's a star, bona fide star of her own. Okay, right. Good anyway. point. Appreciate the call. Thank Thanks. you. Yep. Bye. All right. And by the way, it kind of calls to mind. Have you seen the famous Key and Peel uh, Key and Peel um, skit? Which about one? The uh, insult comic. Oh, no. About this very thing, about making fun of people with disabilities out in the audience and stuff. Like that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's funny. I mean, obviously this situation not funny, but Key and Peele very funny. I haven't seen uh, that. I never really watched that that show very much. I'll really? have to go back and because uh, I like uh, I like you know some of their other stuff. That yeah, they, they were they both of them were in that Fargo uh, miniseries mm -hmm. with Billy Bob Thornton. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, they were pretty good in that. Mm -hmm. So. I don't know, man. I, uh, you know, I, I kind of, I kind of see it in a lot of different ways, in a lot of different directions. Yeah. Fake, 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 no, fake, fake, no, fake. No. Nobody's watching the Oscars, and now everybody's talking about the Oscars. Mm -hmm. It's eight twenty nine. We got news next to Rock one hundred two. It's eight thirty one with back Steve and Dave and Rock one hundred two. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. So the Russian attack on Ukraine into its second month, and Ukraine President Volodymyr Zelensky asking for more weaponry and help from other countries. Meantime, President Joe Biden saying that Vladimir Putin quote can't 
stay in power. And another interesting quote here from Thomas Bagger, who is a senior German diplomat, right out of the New York Times yesterday, quote, we did not realize that Putin had spun himself into an historical mythology and was thinking in categories of a 1,000-year empire. You cannot deter someone like that with sanctions, end quote. Well, not to, uh, to point any fingers in any one direction mm-hmm. here, but when Joe Biden says that, you know, Vladimir Putin can no longer be in power mm-hmm. don't you think that uh, puts in putin's mind oh yeah i'll show right, you right and I, I just don't know if that's a real smart diplomatic way of of handling him. no you're right and i mean if you're going to do something maybe don't talk about it before you do it well i mean i think you talk about it but i think you, you choose your words carefully and i don't know if threats against this guy uh will have any impact other than to flame him up even more yeah i don't think threats work against a guy like putin I don't think he pays attention to it any more than he would to a, a fly on his jacket. But you're right. If, yeah, if I mean, you make comments that are incendiary enough, look out when you got a madman like that. So we talked about the potential for a wheat shortage because of what's going on over there. And, of course, gas prices are on the rise. And that's tied to the situation between Ukraine and Russia as well. And it's prompted states like Connecticut to suspend their state's gas tax to provide some relief to residents. A similar proposal was voted on here in Massachusetts, but failed in a 29 to 11 vote. Well, we don't, we don't want to miss out on all those great gas taxes. Yeah. We don't want to, uh, we will still want to beat Connecticut in some way <laughs> by having higher gas prices historically that have always been them with the higher gas yeah, prices. Like, what would make us look better? What could we do? Well, it ain't gonna be it ain't gonna be a dissolved gas tax, yeah, guys. I guess not. Sorry to hear we're stuck with these prices for at least a little bit longer, mm-hmm. which means Steve will have to suck it up for that full tank of gas to drive down to South Carolina for the upcoming yeah, vacation. Yeah, right? it's gonna be a it's gonna be a humdinger. Uh, a budget be, budget you'll, uh, crash. You'll figure it out. There was a fiery scene on the Mass Pike yesterday morning as local crews extinguished a flaming car on the side of the road. Palmer Fire and Rescue tweeting a video with a bird's-eye view of the car engulfed in flames. The fire happened just before 10 a.m. yesterday. It was mile marker 61 on the Mass Pike. That's between 60 and 62. Yeah, I told you that already. You're taking, I'm like, you're ripping off my information. Well, I'm a hack material guy. I I thought you were a prop comic. Well, I I am. I, I say, can't go on stage with my water gun. Where's my water gun? Bax, go over there and hit him. Yeah, slap me in the face. Exactly. Go ahead. Stay, stay still, Steve. You're way too elusive for an old guy like me. Uh, there was another car crash in Florida over the weekend, and unfortunately a man is dead after crashing his car into an 11-foot alligator. The crash occurred after midnight, happened in the Tampa area, and 59-year-old John Hopkins just driving along on County Road 670. Hey, hang on, Dave. I'm yeah. sorry to interrupt you yeah. here, but we have a comedian, Marty Caproni, on the uh, oh, on the line excellent. here. He's going to be giving his take on the whole Will Smith thing. As a, I didn't mean oh, to interrupt you, perfect. but we, we got an emergency call coming through We love here. Marty Caproni. Hello, Marty. What's up? What's up, fellas? How are you? Good. Good. What, what's your take on this whole Will Smith thing? 
Well, my first take is I'm angry because I had to get up early this morning to answer all the texts and uh, Facebook messages from friends asking me for my opinion on this. <laughs> uh, Good going, Steve. Well, hey, I, had, I gave him the number. I said, here, call. Let's You're going to get slapped oh, by I'm another guy now. About, I'm not even talking about you, Steve. I'm talking about like getting messages from people that I went to fifth grade with. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, people care what I have to say. I... Uh, <laughs> I, look, I, guys, under no circumstance ever, I mean, I hear all these people talking like, oh, he's defending his wife's honor, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Uh, under no circumstance should you ever get up and try to slap a comedian because you don't like something they say. Get up and leave, you know? Uh, it, it, the the reality of this that, that no one's talking about, it seems to be, is that the Oscars has less security than the Chuckle Hut in, uh, in Indiana. <laughs> True. Except... You know? Except he was he was up for an award after this, so he wasn't right. just going to leave. Yeah, could, could you imagine? You know, listen, I, I, this is a great time to plug. I'll be at the Roar Casino on April twenty second. I can guarantee if you get up and try to slap me on stage, I'm not handing you a trophy and letting you stay for the rest of the show before <laughs> you leave. <laughs> well, you Marty, know, but, are are there rules of engagement for a comic? By the way, I mean, can you pick on somebody's? medical condition would you do that or not i mean listen this is the other thing everyone's talking about it's a medical condition. i i don't know if you guys know this but when you know this is the the thing about uh hollywood being self everyone assumes that everyone knows everybody else's great struggle you know alopecia's hair loss whatever it is i feel my heart goes out to people who have it but when you go to a comedy show and you sit in the front row or if you go to the oscars and you sit in the front row and you expect to be roasted at some point uh you don't hang your medical history around your neck on a you know with a with a poster, no one's been able to to tell or not tell, you know. So so, you know, I I I think Bax, you said it. You know, if he wanted to have a point to come up to him after the show and say something, then then by all means, go ahead and do it. But to sit there and act like you're out. First of all, this is a guy who publicly sat there where his wife was talking about all the other people she sleep with. So I guess I guess if you're Will Smith, I guess if you're Will Smith, it's okay. You know, listen. If you wanna, if you wanna sleep with my wife, that's okay. But how dare you comment on her hair? <laughs> well, they do have an open marriage. Apparently, he does yeah. the same thing Wait, she does. But, but the other thing is, again, nobody would be talking about the Oscars if this didn't happen last night. And I want, I, now I want to go back and see all the other jokes that he made that Will Smith was laughing at. He, you know, he, the, if you ever watched Ricky Gervais uh, host the Oscars, mm-hmm. the fact that he didn't get punched and that Chris Rock did. Is probably is probably one of the great travesties of the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, what, what, they let him stay. Can you can you they not only did they let him stay, but but Denzel Washington came up and gave him a a big uh, you know a big uh, uh, comforting and, and held it. And, and then you know I got to be honest, if you're gonna hit if you're gonna hit another man on national TV. Ten minutes later, don't sit there and cry like you're Ralphie in the Christmas story who beat up the bully. You know what I mean? Just, <laughs> you're, you're erasing the whole man card. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're it all away. Good point. You know, they, they, so, they're, they're, Oscars are talking about how they can maybe strip him of that Academy Award yeah, be, because of their code of conduct. I don't think that's going to happen. They, you know, they shouldn't strip him, but they should allow Chris Rock to beat him over the head <laughs> with this trophy. That's yeah, there's ratings. <laughs> there's ratings right there. <laughs> right, well, Marty, Marty Caproni, we appreciate it. Yeah, guys, have a great one. We'll talk to you. All right, <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> Marty Caproni on the phone.
All right, well. Another take. It is. Yeah, if you have any other takes, feel free to give us a call. Uh, Let's see. I was in the middle of that story about the guy crashing his car into an 11-foot alligator. Both the guy and the gator are dead, and it happened in the Tampa area. Detectives arriving to find both deceased at that point. And it just proves that, you know, at least we don't have to deal with that kind of thing. You know, we got potholes here in the Mass Pike and in certain roadways downtown, 91, but we don't have alligators. No. 11 foot alligators crossing the road. You know, the guy made fun of the alligator's wife. They figured he had to take. Uh, right. Take so that's what chances, happened. But then the alligator wins. Because the alligator yeah. had like an autoimmune uh, yeah, deficiency, right, and, right. and there you go. Yeah, yeah you can understand. Hey, White Lion Brewery in Springfield presenting a hip-hop beer Saturday night. Easy A.D. of the legendary Cold Crush Brothers collaborating with the brewery to create Cold Crush, an orange hazy IPA. So congrats to the folks at White Lion for the launch of that over the weekend. There you go. And also congrats to the pair of Holyoke natives who opened up Woodstone Tavern over the weekend in the former Martin's Pharmacy space. These Holyoke natives, Lisa and Woody Lyle, had had a longtime dream, and it came to fruition over the weekend with their ribbon-cutting ceremony. Oh, Woodstone Tavern was the old Elijah's. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, you know what? Because I drive by there a lot now, and I've I've seen it, and it went from I've seen it with Woodstone Tavern on the outside. Didn't look quite ready yet. Yeah. You know, weeks ago, but uh, now I guess it's ready. I'll be damned. Show you dialed in. I have been to uh, the Holyoke. I didn't even realize Elijah's mm. was closed. And we have to worry about a lot of things these days, from COVID to wars to Will Smith punching people up on stage at the Oscars, and now we got to worry about plastics in our bloodstream research in the netherlands finding microplastics in somebody's bloodstream for the first time wouldn't it be crazy you found out that in your body you probably have about a pound and a half of super elastic bubble plastic in your system yeah remember that stuff from yeah. whammo yeah yeah I used to love super elastic bubble plastic yeah and, and what were the uh what were the sort of the gummy creatures that you made yourself in the little like mold you know uh, what were those? You know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I don't, you rubber. could eat them. You you actually made candy, but they tasted but, terrible. Rubber candy, yeah, yeah. It was not not good. I don't remember that, but I do remember that bubble plastic that smelled like rubber cement, or it had like a like a chemical smell. Yeah, you to get it. a real buzz off of it. Yeah, if you know what you're doing. Yeah, that was yeah. some good stuff. Well, according to this research, there's plastic in our blood, and maybe. Plastic in our vital organs as well. Researchers testing blood samples from 20 healthy volunteers. 17 of them had microscopic bits of plastic in their blood. They're not sure what the health implications of that are yet, but I can't imagine it's very good. And it's going to increase as more plastics leach into our water supply. And we get irresponsible about heating food in a microwave using a plastic container. I got one word for you, Benjamin. Yeah? Plastics. Yeah, right. <laughs> got to uh, got to find out a recipe for a good plastic soup. You know, I think the Instant Pot would, mm, would work that's well good with plastic. That. Yeah. Hey, where's the plastic stew button on the Instant Pot? <laughs> Sounds <laughs> yummy. It's done in 20 minutes. We got 30s for the that's next couple plastic. of days. Plastic. Yeah. <laughs> 30s for the next couple of days. That's all we got for highs. A gale warning in effect until tomorrow morning. That's news on Rock 102. There are about a million. Pl- Rock. It's 8:49. 
and Van Halen. But back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock 102. Uh, windy and cold today with a high of 31 tomorrow. Uh, or, I'm sorry, uh, it's 21 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, if you ever miss the show, you can check out the daily podcast available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and directly on rock102.com. But uh, the timing of my interview uh, that went up this morning uh, with uh, Steve Hackett, formerly of, uh, of Genesis, mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Hackett is going to be at the Wilbur Theater in Boston at the beginning of, uh, of April. He's doing uh, the entire set of Genesis's live album, Seconds Out. And the reason I, I wanted to bring it up is mm-hmm. over the weekend, Genesis played what is now uh, being labeled as their very last concert ever. Uh, you, Phil Collins' health has been uh, you know, greatly affected over the years. He can't play drums. He sang, uh, I think, Saturday Night from a chair. Yep. In, in real rough shape, and they're basically saying that that's, that's it. Now, what's interesting about that show is Peter Gabriel was in the audience. Hmm. Didn't get on stage, didn't sing with him, but he supported his, uh, his former bandmates uh, during their last show, which I think is very, very cool. And Mike Rutherford is still... Rutherford, yeah, and, yeah. and uh, Tony Banks, gotcha. uh, you know, still in it. And of course, you have, you know, they've they've been hiring drummers and yeah. other guitar players since then. But Steve Hackett is a brilliant guitar player, and during those uh, Peter Gabriel years, there ain't nobody better than Steve Hackett. So he's coming to uh, to the area, and a really really cool show. And by the way, uh, later this week, I'll be adding another episode of the podcast. I don't want to say who it's from, but it's from a uh, a heavy metal legend. Uh, later this week. Nice. Yeah, there you go. Uh, he was good in uh, that Hackett guy. Was good in the music, man. No, 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 Steve. I think you're thinking of Buddy Hackett. No, you're thinking of the uh, the character in Elf. No, it's Buddy the Elf. It's yeah. uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, just, just yeah, I think I think you're thinking of somebody else. Yeah, maybe. Now, Bax, you had your theory about handicapping the Final Four earlier based on tuition rates at the colleges, right? That's right. And I was going to put my own theory on the table here about SAT scores. Okay. So if you were going to go with the smartest school, with the smartest athletes, you'd go with Duke at 15-10. They got the average SAT at 15-10 at Duke. Okay. Followed by Villanova at 13-45 and North Carolina at 13-43. But I'm going all the way to the bottom at 11-60. For Kansas, that's the average SAT score at Kansas University. And I think this is why they're going to win, because they're not gumming up their brains with all this academic stuff. Right. They're playing basketball. Right. So I'm going with the Kansas Jayhawks based on their SAT scores. You do know that none of these kids who have gotten the basketball scholarships have got those scholarships because they did well at their ACTs. Really? Yeah, I know. It's hard to believe. There's a chance that they were recruited because of their athletic ability. Okay, never mind. I'm just saying. Nor are they actually paying for college, too. So, yeah. you know, you could make the same, punch the same holes in my theory, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And if it's the case, then you know, both Duke and Villanova are charging $77,000 a year to send your kid there. Mm-hmm. What school has the highest female population? That's how I usually base it. Because if, uh, if you're getting it on the regular, you're going to be nice and relaxed. You're going to win those games. Hmm. Well, that's a good question. Mount, Mount Holyoke, then, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> or Smith. Smith. Yeah. Right, right. But I don't believe they've got a D1 uh Anything on that campus. I, I'm just yeah. saying, like, the proportion of population in any of these schools, yeah. which one has the higher female rate? I don't know if any of them do. Aren't, isn't it supposed to be a balance well, of 50-50 I mean, on these college campuses? Or these not? Final Four games don't get played until uh, over the weekend. Yes. So maybe we got a couple of days to look that information up. Yeah, okay. we should. All, All right. very appropriate 
and very scientifically charged uh, ideas, Steve. Who's the best at handling balls? We'll find that out uh, coming up in the NCAA <laughs> tournament this weekend. It's uh, 8.54 with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102.